friends hello welcome or welcome back to the lows to highs podcast going inwards and growing up if you're new here my name is cutting and i'm your host welcome i'm so happy to have you here this podcast is all about personal development mindfulness self-love healing growth entrepreneurship basically the kitchen sink. It's everything in between. So if you haven't already, be sure to check out my previous episodes that dive into those topics. And if you're liking what you're hearing, I would be very, very grateful if you wrote a review or followed my podcast so you can stay up to date on the upcoming episodes. I'm actually very excited because I have some really awesome guests lined up in the coming weeks from entrepreneurs to healing coaches just like really cool different people from all different walks of life that I'm planning to have on this podcast which is very exciting because after last week's episode with Dom where we talked all about mindfulness and meditation it got me feeling really excited to have more conversations like that where we unpack really big topics and it allows me to meet more people and it be a way for me to shift my perspective or learn some new things. So I'm really just feeling this whole podcast thing, basically. (laughs) So I'm very excited. But all right, enough of the (laughs) self-promo. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about self-confidence and This is something that I've been feeling called to talk about, and the way I'm going to talk about self-confidence is geared towards everyone and anyone. So whether you're already confident, but you want to embrace more self-love, whether you're feeling insecure and in who you are and you don't know how to exude this confident energy... Or even if you're just generally happy with yourself, but you know there's a level of confidence that you're still seeking to obtain. So if you want to be the person who walks into any room and immediately feels good, confident, and strong, then I feel like you're going to enjoy this episode. (laughs) Okay, so a little backstory of me. Um, Since I was a child, I've always been a very confident human being. For the longest time, I thought it was just like intrinsic and it was just something my parents had. So I figured like I would have it too. And I don't know what it was, but I always danced to the beat of my own drum. I never cared what other people thought about me. I never care if anyone judged me. I always trusted myself and had faith in my abilities. And overall, I felt content with who I am as a person and I actually have a very funny story to say um my mom I don't remember this but my mom reminds me of this experience quite often basically when I was four years old I was sitting in the back seat of the car with my mom and I was just being a little brat in the back I don't know what I was doing but I was misbehaving and my mom tried to stop me but she wasn't able to and I just kept acting out and she told me cutting if you act like this no one's gonna like you no one's gonna want to be your friend no one's gonna want to have you around so start behaving which also mom that's kind of harsh on a four-year-old but it's fine (laughs) I appreciate it now but as a four-year-old my response to that was I don't care if people like me I like me which like mic drop like I was four years old what 
like imagine we all had that energy with us growing up so that's a little backstory of who I was as a person growing up and that energy kind of lasted throughout high school and I will never forget this but when I graduated high school this girl in my class who I wasn't super close with but was friendly with she wrote something in my yearbook yearbook that I will never forget and I still think about it to this day it was such a sweet comment and the reason why I was touched by it was because I knew it to be true which I'll talk a little bit about later but I knew her words were very accurate because that's how I perceived myself. And what she wrote was, always keep doing you. You inspire me to be my authentic self. And that's why I'm here today talking about this because I want you to also be your authentic self in a confident way and for you to always do you. I think, I truly believe that the more authentic we all are, the more we invite other others to be authentic and when that's the case we all naturally just share more love and compassion towards one another and that's when really beautiful things happen that's when really beautiful friendships form that's when really beautiful partnerships form so that's kind of my big ambition for this world (laughs) however with that so i just gave you guys backstory of how i grew up feeling very confident Over the years and after growing into an adult where I started to experience different parts of life or I was placed into reality and started a corporate job or I expanded my circle of friends, I learned that confidence is something that can easily be taken away from you. And you might relate to that when I say that. But one day you feel on top of the world and the next day you're in this dark hole feeling lost or feeling confused, you feel miserable or just generally unhappy with who you are and your appearance as well. And so a few years ago, I was at my lowest point. I had the worst mental health. I'd look at myself in the mirror and I would pick at everything I saw in the reflection, my body, my face, my personality, which you cannot even see through a mirror, which is very interesting, how I carried myself, how I spoke. I just picked at every part of cutting, like head to toe, inwards and outwards. And because of that, I would walk into a room full of my friends and I would feel so alone. I'd overthink every word that I said, and if I said a joke and no one laughed, I'd have this dark and twisted dialogue in my head of, wait, why is no one laughing? Like, did I just say something weird? Or, cutting, why did you say that? And I would have this war in my mind. Or if I didn't get invited somewhere, my first thought would be, do they not like me? Or I'd be surrounded by people and feel envious because they had things I didn't have, which made me feel sad and unhopeful of my own potential and so I was always comparing myself to others and never once did I have an ounce of self-love so this was about four or five years ago since then however I took myself out of that headspace and have entered a new one a stronger one than my four-year-old self Because now I learned really critical lessons and I have those lessons with me that allowed me to become a better confident version of myself, if that makes sense. (laughs) So now my headspace is filled with 
love and gratitude and acceptance and kindness and most importantly, confidence. My attitude today is complete 360 than what my attitude was four years ago. And the most noticeable difference is my energy. Back then, my energy was sad and insecure and envious and jealous. And today, I'm happy and confident and content. And the attitude I have now is the same or I would say better than what I had when I was four years old. Back then, I had faith and trust in myself and my ability to succeed, and I still have that now. And now I have the utmost gratitude and appreciation towards my appearance. I love the way I speak. I love the way I carry myself. I love the way I think. I love how I put myself out there. And the way I made this massive shift is how in how I perceive myself is through the seven tips that I'm going to be explaining today. But before we get into those, I will preface this episode with this. I am not claiming that I know it all. I'm not saying that every day I wake up feeling 100% powerful and confident. I would be lying if I said that. Um, There are days where I feel very low and negative thoughts creep in and cloud my mind. There are days I look in the mirror and find myself picking at my appearance, but then there are also days where I look in the mirror and I love myself. There are days I'm in a crowded room and I still feel very alone. I feel trapped inside my own world. And then there are other days I'm in a crowded room and I feel light. I feel exhilarated. I feel just, I just feel good, you know? But what I am claiming is that you can feel that way, like you can feel the lower vibrational emotions, yet still be overall confident in who you are as a person. You can have both at the same time because those low moments or negative experiences are what teach you a lesson, enabling you to become a better version of yourself. So you can have both, but generally you can be confident in who you are, but still want to fix a few things, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later. So with that though, let's talk all about self-confidence. Self-confidence is one of the most important attitudes and sentiments we can have as human beings because it places the value you have for yourself. And if you are confident, you know how empowering it is to feel that. And if you're not confident, you also know how disempowering it is to not feel it. So it's something that's in our minds 24-7. And it's the first thing we notice also about other people. It's like, wow, that girl over there, she's confident. Like she just walked up to a guy and asked for his number and he gave it to her. Or like that guy is so confident in that sales pitch, he just crushed it. You know, it's something that we notice about other people. And self-confidence is what determines how you show up in the world. It's how you interact with people. It's it determines how far you can go or how powerful you can be or how much of an impact you can leave during your time on this earth. And most importantly, which is the obvious one, it determines how you perceive yourself. So what is self-confidence? Like, is it just feeling bold and fearless and gutsy and simply believing in yourself? Not necessarily. Like, those things are definitely, those things definitely ladder up to being confident, but My definition of self-confidence is simply trusting and having faith in yourself. It's feeling content with who you are as a person and looking at yourself with the utmost compassion and love. 
It's accepting your true self. It's knowing your strengths and your weaknesses, yet still having a positive view of who you are. And Ed Milet says this, which completely shifted my perspective on self-confidence or how to attain it. He says that self-confidence is the act or process of keeping the promises you make for and to yourself, which I'm going to talk in a second about and kind of unpack. So that's my definition of self-confidence. But you're probably asking, all right, that's good. That all sounds wonderful. But Kadeen, how do I get that? So these are my seven tips on how to build and maintain your self-confidence. So I have seven different tips. Going to talk a lot about each and one, each and every one of them. And I think this will really shift your perspective on what self-confidence means and how you can reach that level. So number one, keeping the promises you make for yourself, which is what Ed Milet says. So I'm not claiming that this is my tip, but I want to explain it in my own way. So if you don't know who Ed Milet is, he is an entrepreneur, a podcaster, a mindset coach. He is the definition of a teddy bear for me. <laughs> if you haven't listened to his podcast, you need to. They Every single one of his episodes... I have listened to and am completely moved by. He interviews the most incredible human beings. He's also an author of two different books. One of them is called Max Out. I forgot what the other one is called, but he's all about personal development. He has such, such great wisdom and advice and just he completely shifted my mind. So highly recommend him. But essentially what he says is you have to keep the promises you make to yourself in order to become more confident. And at first when I heard this, I didn't really get it. Like I didn't understand how keeping the promises you make for yourself results in you being confident. And then I dove deeper into this and I realized it is simply building your self-trust. So for example, if you want to get in better shape, you need to set simple goals for yourself that you can check off the list. So whether that's going to the gym four days a week or going on a walk for 30 minutes every day, you need to set those simple goals that you can eventually check off. If you want to live a healthier lifestyle, make a weekly meal plan filled with clean recipes and actually make them. If you want to make more sales in your business or if you want to be more successful at your job, you know the activities you need to do in order to become better. You need to pitch, you need to advertise, you need to be a bit more motivated. And essentially what that means is the habits you create are simple, but what the hard part is actually following through with them. So you can make that list, but if you don't check it off, nothing happens. So when you do get up and you do the workout or you do cook the clean dinner or you do figure out a way to create more sales in your business, it creates this sense of worth in you. And because it's an inward activity where you're keeping the promise you made for yourself and you're holding yourself accountable, and by doing this over and over again, you're creating habits that will help you reach your goals. And once that goal is met, you will automatically be confident because you said what you because you did what you said you would do. So for example, if you want to 
get into shape and you write out a list where I'm going to go to the gym five days a week or I'm going to go on a run four days a week, whatever the list looks like for you. And the first Monday comes by and you go to the gym and you come home, you feel good. Tuesday comes, you feel it empowered again, you go back to the gym and you keep doing that throughout the week. But Friday or Sunday, whatever day it is, you look at your list again and you've checked off all of those boxes, that goal that you wrote was met. You did what you said you would do. You kept the promise you made to yourself. So now on Sunday, when you're looking down at that list and you see those check marks, you're going to feel, oh shit, like I did what I did it. Like go me. Like hell yeah, like I crushed it this week. And that energy is building your self-confidence as you did what you said you would do. So keep the promises you make for yourself. The second one, visualize the person you want to become. Visualization is one of my favorite tools. I use it every single day when I meditate. I use it when I'm laying down on the beach listening to music. I visualize when I'm on a run. I visualize like throughout my day, all day, every day. And it is such an easy tool that we all have access to that we don't not necessarily all of us use but it is so simple and it's so profound and i tr- i promise you guys visual visualization will really really shift your external reality if you are consistent with it so if you want to be a more confident person think about a version of you who is confident so how would they behave right now what are the decisions the person you want to be would be making Where would they go? What would they do? Who would they be surrounded by? What energy would they have when they walk into a room? Or if someone talked badly about them, how would they react? So an exercise to do this is write down your ideal version of yourself with those prompts that I just mentioned. And once you write it out, you're going to get a very clear picture of who you're striving to be And once you have that clear picture, you can create those actionable habits and practices, like I mentioned before, in order to step into that person. And if you're struggling to figure out, like, who do I even want to become right now? Some ways I do this is by watching films or TV shows to feel inspired. And I watch, I observe characters or people who are very empowering and are very confident. And that inspires me to kind of learn from those characters and their traits and how they show up in this world and try to invite that into myself if it feels aligned. So for example, I'm talking about like Samantha and Sex in the City. That girl, she could walk up to anyone, doesn't give a shit what they say. If they turn her down, she just does her own thing. She doesn't care what anyone thinks. She just walks on her own path. Maddie in Euphoria, same thing with her. Like she dresses how she dresses she shows up how she wants to show up she doesn't care what other people think about her she's her own person or like penny lane and almost famous or even james bond honestly like that man is a pretty confident man so when you observe other people whether it's through films or tv shows or your friends or someone you see on the street or someone you see at the bar observe their 
mannerisms and how they show up in this world and if it feels aligned to you you can invite that into yourself you can embody those characteristics as well it's not hard it just has to be aligned with who you are and once you get inspired by that you can act on it and the common denominator with those characters that i mentioned is that they exude this high energy where they don't care what people think they are simply them they own it and they are content with it So visualize the person you want to become, create a list of who that person would be, and then develop actionable habits and practices that'll help you get closer to being that person. Step number three, give yourself what you desperately want to receive from others. One thing that we all do as human beings is we get attached We get attached to other people, to other people's opinions. And essentially what that does is you're giving your power away to other people instead of yourself. So what you have to do is remove the attachment you have towards other people's opinions, good and bad. I'm now in the point in my life where no matter what anyone says to me, whether it's a compliment or a diss, It doesn't affect me. Do I like hearing compliments? Obviously. Like it shows that someone is going out of their way to say something nice and honest about how I carry myself. It shows that they care and that they're observant and that they're celebrating me. It's beautiful. I love getting compliments and I love giving them. However, I'm not placing my worth or my validation over that compliment. So my mood isn't dictated by it. I don't feel more confident just because someone said I'm successful or that I'm crushing it or that I'm beautiful. And then similarly, when someone talks badly about me, I'm also not moved. If they don't approve of me or if they dislike me or whatever, not my problem. Like, I don't care. And the reason why I'm not affected is because I know and love myself so much that their opinion is irrelevant because It doesn't align with how I view myself and the way I view myself carries way more weight than what this person is saying about me. So what I'm saying is remove your attachment to both the positive and negative perceptions other people have of you because when you do attach yourself to those perceptions, your mood is also going to be fluctuating and it'll be dictated by it. And then when your mood is dictated or fluctuating by external people, You've just given your entire power away. And the whole purpose of life is to maintain that power internally. Instead, give yourself what you're desperately trying to seek from others. If you want compliments from someone, give it to yourself first. Look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, you're beautiful. You're crushing it. You're so successful. You're so fun. You're this, that. If you want love, give it to yourself first. If you want validation or respect, again, give it to yourself first. Jay Shetty talks a lot about this and he says, and I love how he says this, but I'm probably going to butcher it, but he says, no matter how many of them you get from other people, like a compliment, if you never gave it to yourself in the first place, it'll never be enough. So the only person's approval you should be seeking is from your higher self. So give yourself what you're desperately seeking from others And that'll help you build the faith and trust you have in yourself. Number four, surround yourself with people that actually make you feel good. 
This is so, so important. And I feel like a lot of us relate to this. You know, think about a time where you felt so confident and so happy, a time where you felt really liberated or you felt very present and you felt good in your body and you didn't overthink with what you were saying. Who were you with? Were you with people that you love and who make you feel good around? Probably. Now think about a time where you felt insecure and sad, a time, I don't know, when you were really in your head or had social anxiety or just felt really shitty. Were you with those same people? Probably not. These people that you were around were probably not making you feel good. Their energy wasn't aligning with you. So it's very important in order to become confident or to be a better version of yourself, to surround yourself with people who make you feel good. They have to enlighten you. They have to uplift you. And I don't mean just surround yourself with people that give you compliments or hype you up. Like obviously your friends should do that anyway and they should be celebrating you and they should be your cheerleader. But what I mean is surround yourself with people who you naturally align with, who share the same goals as you and visions for life, who like doing the same things as you, who motivate you, who inspire you, who challenge you. And the reason why that's so important is because when you're around people you don't align with, the conversation you have with them also won't align. So you won't have much to say when you're talking with them. Whereas when you're with people you align with, you're all on the same page, so you can jump into the conversation or add comments or add value coming from a place of confidence because you know that those people will get what you're saying and you also get what they're saying. So like for example, if I w- if you threw me into a room with a bunch of guys talking about NFTs, I don't know anything about NFTs, I'm not going to feel confident in that conversation, but I also, that's not the room I want to be in. Now if you threw me into a room with meditation experts and people about personal development or like talking about living a healthy clean lifestyle oh my god I would be on top of the moon like I would own the discussion you know so when you place yourself in the right environments you naturally will feel a more confident version of you come out in conversation with that remove yourself from people that make you feel less than or from people whose decisions or actions you don't align with, or people whose conversations you're not really connecting with. And if you're finding yourself in a room filled with a group of friends, yet you feel still feel alone, then maybe that circle of friends aren't meant for you. And I hate that that's like the reality of it, but sometimes you just have to be the person to walk away from something that's not serving you. You need to be aware also of how you feel when you're around certain people. So the next time you're out and you're not feeling good, or even if you are feeling good, check in with yourself. Ask yourself, do you feel at ease? Do you feel comfortable? Or are you feeling anxious and nervous? Do you find yourself not even questioning what you're saying? Or do you find yourself overthinking every word you say out loud out of the fear of judgment? Like do that awareness check-in because when you check in with yourself and you're like, wait a minute, I feel really good right now, then you know those people you're with are meant to be in your life. If you're checking in with yourself and you're like, shit, I feel anxious and nervous and I don't feel good, you're not in the right room. You're not surrounded by the right people. 
And also, energy bounces off one another. So if you're with people whose energy does not match yours, it's going to create havoc in your mind and your body. But when you're around people whose energy does match yours, you're going to feel safe and secure in who you are. And that is going to allow you to show up as your authentic self. So surround yourself with people that actually make you feel good. Number five, silence speaks louder. Often the misconception around confident people is that they're not humble. But actually, the most confident people in this world are those who balance self-confidence and humility. They are people who know the impact they're leaving on this world, but they don't hold it over your head. (laughs) They don't try to prove themselves to others because the approval of others doesn't even matter. They know who they are. They don't flex all of the amazing things that they're doing. Their success speaks for itself. They don't feel the need to show off because what they have and who they are speaks louder than any word. So in order to become more confident, you also need to be humble in who you are and what you do. Don't try to prove yourself to anyone. Don't flex your success to anyone. Stay quiet, be reserved, and instead... Continue on your journey and be a source of inspiration towards others. So when you exude the energy of I'm self-confident, but I'm also modest and I don't think I'm the most important human being out there, people will naturally be drawn to you. And when you feel this affection towards others, it prevents you from comparing yourself as well. And when you are humble, you are so secure in who you are that you don't even feel the need to compare yourself to other people. So silence speaks louder. Don't show off. Don't flex. Let your actions do the talking. Number six, spend time alone and get to know yourself. You need to find out who you are independent from all of the noise outside of this world. Like what are your passions? What are you good at? What lights you up? What about yourself do you love? When you're comfortable and satisfied with who you are in your inner world, your reality will reflect that. So when you're content on the inside, you're feeling happy internally or you're feeling love for yourself, your external world will also be filled with happiness, love, satisfaction, contentment. The reason why spending time alone is so critical is that you get to know yourself aside from just your appearance. And we attach confidence with appearance a lot. I did. Like I mentioned before, in my past, I solely attached my confidence to my appearance, which telling you now, very far off. But the time you have with yourself allows you to explore internally instead of focusing on your physical characteristics. And I guess I can talk a little bit more about what I was discussing before my lowest point. But back then... When I was at my lowest point, I physically looked my, quote, best. And I'm saying best as me right now, four years later. But back then, I did not think I looked my best. I thought I still had, like, 10 pounds to lose and needed to, like, fix my face and all these different things. But what I realized over the years is that there was nothing wrong with me externally. I just didn't know who I was in my core. And so... By spending time with myself, figuring out what makes me unique, understanding why I am the way I am, why I think the way I think, 
I gained this newfound appreciation for my mind, body, and spirit. And I realized, shit, I'm actually an awesome human being and I'm so different from everyone else out there. And soon, my physical appearance matched it. And it's so, so simple. Your looks are solely based on your energy. So when you change your energy, you love yourself, you love life, you exude this high, positive, confident energy, and people will also notice and be attracted to that. So if your physical appearance is something that you're worrying about, change your energy and you will change your life. So spend time alone, get to know yourself outside from all the noise in the world and outside of your physical appearance. And once you know who you are at your core, you're going to realize that you are very unique and that you have a lot to offer and that you have this passion and creativity and purpose within you. And knowing all that is going to make you feel very secure in who you are as a person. Number seven, having acceptance and compassion for yourself and others. When you have compassion for yourself, you're essentially saying, I don't have all the answers and that's okay. And you're giving yourself breathing room and you're removing the pressure you naturally place on yourself. Because when you accept who you are, your flaws and your imperfections, what you're saying to yourself is, I know these things about me are things I want to fix, but they also make me who I am. So I'm going to cherish them anyway. And the same thing goes for other people. So if you're compassionate towards others, you'll realize that we're all on this journey of growing, learning, adapting, and becoming a better version of ourselves. And we're all just trying to figure it out. So it removes the pressure to compare yourself. It also removes the reason to compare yourself to others because essentially we're all going through the same thing. We're all on different paths and we're all striving to become a better version of ourselves and be more confident. So through this mindset of having compassion and acceptance towards yourself and others, you'll start to realize that this work is really hard and challenging but you're here trying and you're on this journey and they're there trying they're on their own journey and you're both we're all enough and strong to just do our own thing so have acceptance and compassion for yourself don't be too hard on yourself you're growing you're learning you're adapting you're evolving it's not an easy journey but the more love we give ourselves during this journey the better it'll turn out all right so Those are my seven steps on how to build and maintain your confidence. And the common denominator between all of them is rooted in this idea of choosing yourself first and acting upon it. So like it's it's really embracing new habits and practices. It's giving yourself more compassion and love. It's putting yourself first. It's not comparing yourself to others. It's giving yourself what you're desperately trying to seek. And once you build these foundations through the habits or practices or visualizations or whatever, you're essentially putting together the building blocks to become a better version of yourself. And when you become a better version of yourself, you're naturally going to feel confident because 
you're growing into an ideal version of you. And that's essentially what we're all striving to become, is the ideal, better version of ourselves. Okay, so as I'm finishing up this episode, I wanted to answer a couple of your questions. The other day, I posted on my Instagram story um, for you guys to drop in any questions specific that you wanted me to answer on confidence. So I'm going to answer a couple of them. I kind of talked through most of them already, so I'm only going to select the ones that I didn't really touch on quite yet. So the first one is how to feel confident to post on social media and put yourself out there when you feel like no one around you understands. Oh my God, I totally feel this. I have a whole page dedicated to it. When I was in high school, I had a quote fashion blog where I would like post on Facebook and Instagram and get like 10 likes. (laughs) I get it. It's daunting, but people will judge you until you're successful and once you're successful they're gonna wish they did what you did so if you're trying to build an instagram or build a social media following you just have to not care something that might be helpful is creating a separate page aside from like your personal accounts that you can strictly detach yourself from your social circle but my recommendation is just do what you want to do. Who cares what, pe- what people think as long as what you're doing makes you happy? That's all that matters. And you don't have to explain yourself to anyone. Like if you want to be a fashion blogger or an influencer or any form of content creator, no one around you needs to understand that. They can go work their nine to five jobs and be quote happy with their own lives <laughs> if that is what makes them happy. But you just need to do what makes you happy. That's all that matters in this life. And what's the worst that can come of it? Like, you post on social media and you put yourself out there and someone comments on it. Cool. Then what? It goes back to what I mentioned before of not allowing other people's perceptions of you to dictate your mood and not putting too much weight on what they're telling you or saying about you. It's all about the perception thing and it's detaching from that so that your mood doesn't fluctuate with it. So I guess overall, let me summarize that. You need to do what makes you happy and go on your own path. Don't hold too much weight on what they say. I would also just say if people around you don't understand it, or are going to judge you for it, maybe rethink who has access to you. You know, in the beginning when I started to create my Instagram page and all the other things that I've done in the past, when people would like make fun of me, I just ignored them and I just walked away. I didn't include them in my life anymore. I cut their access to me because that wasn't the energy I wanted to be around. And because I put that boundary up over time, People just felt like they couldn't even say anything to me because they knew I simply didn't care. So it's really an attitude thing and putting up that boundary with people. And if you explain to them like, look, this is really important for me. Just please support me. I'm sure they will if they really do love you and value you. But if they don't, then I would just say walk away or like cut your access to them. Do you first always. 
So someone else asked, how do you maintain your confidence in social settings? I somewhat touched on this before. I kind of gave a few examples of my personal life. Um, But I guess it depends, like, if you're around people you know or you're around strangers. This is kind of like an ironic piece of advice. One thing I really suggest people to do when they're feeling, when they have bad social anxiety is go somewhere alone where the people you admire would be at. This forces you, first of all, you're going to feel confident because you, if you're in an environment with people you align with, you'll have things to talk about so you won't be too scared to go up to someone. But also, you're not going to just sit and stand in the corner. You're going to force yourself to get up and talk to people and make new friends and make new relationships and have conversations. So literally in one night, you can just completely break out of your shell. And so I would recommend if you are trying to cope with social anxiety, try going places alone and striking conversations with strangers. And I don't mean like go to a party alone, but even just at a coffee shop, like talk to the barista or... Like, when your waiter comes and you're ordering food, like, try to just build a bit more conversation and kind of exercise that part of your brain because, let's be real, you're probably not going to see those people anyways again. And then when you do place yourself in social environments where you do want to, when you are around people that you're trying to align with, then you'll have the confidence to do so. And then kind of like what I mentioned before, you have to surround yourself with the right people. A lot of my social anxiety came from not being around people who made me feel good. So that also might be what's hindering your confidence. And those are the only two questions I'm going to answer because the rest of them I already did (laughs) in this episode. But that is it for today. I hope you guys liked this episode. I hope it changed your perspective or just made you feel inspired to get going and become a better version of yourself. Self-confidence is something that we're all thinking about and it's something that we all want to attain and it is attainable. We just need to practice the right steps and follow those principles that I mentioned before. Um, This is how I live my life. These are things that I remind myself day in and day out when I do find myself going into a low point and then I quickly bounce back. And over time, that bounce back rate has been so short. It used to be a few days. Now it's a couple hours, if that. And I'm back to where I am right now. So I hope this inspired you. I hope you liked this episode. If you did, I'd love for you to leave a review. Follow and subscribe if you haven't already. And DM me your thoughts or share this episode. If you did listen, I want to repost it and I want to see your reactions to it. But yeah, that's it for today. Thank you guys and have a lovely rest of your day. Bye.